Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Monday, March 8th edition of the MMA OB Daily Podcast. It's actually the final Monday edition at uh, 10 a.m. This is the last week at 10 a.m. Tomorrow, Cole's going to join me for uh, previewing UFC Fight Night Edwards Muhammad. On Thursday, I got AJ Shulo from MMA Osbreaker. He's going to join me, talk about some fights and just like betting theory and stuff. It's going to be a really good podcast on Thursday. That's at 10 a.m. this week. Starting next week, Marcel, we're at 4 p.m. or 10 p.m. for you. Marcel is the man. He's going to do it. So love the guy. we got a lot to talk about, Marcel. we got a lot to talk about, man. It's going to be a great uh, podcast today. UFC 259, just an absolutely unbelievable card. I can't wait to talk about you, Marcel. There's some. Uh, there's a lot of fights to talk about. I just wanted to briefly touch on one thing before I do get in the podcast today. So yesterday there was a story that came out. Dave Meltzer of Wrestling Observer, who's one of the most respected journalists in May, Marcel, he's actually a former MMA judge. He's judged at like UFC 17 or something. Like he's been around the sport for 20 plus 25 years. So it's a guy I respect. He ran a report saying Dane Hardy was fired from the UFC DT Sports due to an inc- alleged incident uh, with a female employee in Fight Island. So he ran the report in the Observer. Um, we 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 also posted the story of BJ Penn. I talked to Chris, who's my editor there. We talked and we decided to run it as a report. And if you read the article, it says like alleged, you know, no, dude, we, we don't know what happened. I just was sharing the report. Um, the headline said, uh, you know, that's exactly what it said. It said Dan Hardy fired from UFC and BT Sport due to an alleged incident uh, on fire with a female employee. I didn't see anything wrong with the, the headline personally, and Chris didn't either. So we ran the story. The problem was too many weird people on the internet, man. They take things the wrong way. When we wrote that story, or when I wrote that story, I'll take full responsibility for it. When I wrote that story, there was, it was never um, my intention whatsoever for anyone to insinuate anything sexually or the Me Too movement. And when I started seeing that on Twitter, I was like, I was absolutely in shock, Marcel. I was like, this is how people are taking it. That's not what it says in the story at all. The problem is people don't read the story. They just read the headline, Marcel. And, you know, I need to be aware of that. Um, so I don't personally think it was unfair, but I did change it because people were taking it the wrong way. So that's what happened. If I could go back and change the headline, I would have. I would have just left the female part out. I basically was just using uh, details from the story. There was a very few details to write the report. As far as getting in touch with Dan beforehand, that's the mistake that I personally made. I went to journalism school. You are supposed to get a comment. The thing is, in this particular case, I really do trust Dave, trust Dave Meltzer. He is a great reporter, one of the best guys, most trustworthy guys, Marcel. So I ran it as a report. And again, we let, we didn't add any commentary or anything negative. Actually, I was very complimentary towards Dan in the article. I made it clear, like, he's a great commentator, and this is a big loss for the UFC. We don't have details. So I could have did a better job. Chris could have did a better job. I do think it was a little bit overblown. And here's the thing, Marcel. The only person I care that what they think about was Dan, and Dan reached out to me publicly and said, no worries, it, it's not a big deal. So, you know, all these weird people on the internet, Marcel, they were going after me in the website saying they were a bad website, I'm a bad writer. I agree there were some steps here we should have did differently, guys, I agree with that. But, you know, Marcel, the only guy that I care his opinion about is not some weirdos on Twitter, it's Dan Hardy's opinion. Me and him are totally cool now, we changed it. He lost his job, man, he's not happy about it. The, the female part, I agree, was not as relevant as, as as you know, some people may have thought at first. So that part could have been left out. But anyways, um, I just wanted to explain that, guys. So, you know, um, I take full responsibility, though, because, you know, I take the job very seriously. There's no excuses uh, to to make any mistakes. So, you know, I, I will say this. He didn't deny the story, though. The story was correct. 
It's just that that detail was something that some weird people on the internet just run with. So just wanted to explain it off the bat. Um, and thank you guys for listening. And again, being, being Dan are cool. Dan is cool. Dalek says, blown away by the news. Me too. Um, but again, we don't have details. I don't know what happened. You know, I really don't know what happened. There's a lot of speculation out there. Marcel, you obviously don't know either, I'm guessing. But uh, any like any thoughts on the story and the report, I guess? Or yeah, Actually, I've heard some rumblings about Dan being gone from the UFC like two months ago. Yeah, so but... I, I had heard too. I had talked to someone. It's all like, you know, this wasn't like out there. People knew that yeah. he was gone. It just hadn't mm-hmm. been really reported. Again, it was Melcher's report. We ran the report. But there was some steps I could have taken differently, Marcel. That's all. And I wasn't confirmed at that moment of time, so it's hard to to. I don't think he did. No, it was, it's, it was confirmed, bro. It's confirmed. Yeah. He's not. Yeah, now it is. I know, but yeah. I mean, you, I don't think he did anything wrong at all, man. If, if Thanks. It's did, just I, like, was, I gotta be careful with the headlines. That's all. You know what I mean? I like, mean, yeah. If you did, I would say, man, because if I see something that I don't like, and I have seen it before with with people I know, I just reach out and it's like, this is probably not the right thing to do, you know? So, and then you can take it however you want. If you think it's the right thing to do, keep going. If you th- if you rethink, I think like, maybe I should change it, you can, you know? So, um, but I will never say it in public uh, to somebody. I will always try to DM or try to DM the website. Uh, yeah, but Marcel, not... it's a little different for you, bro. I mean, we're breaking news here, you know what I mean? And again, yeah, another... I, 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 I mean, but those people, there are some really some dipshits on Twitter, man. I mean, I mean, yesterday, for example, when I tweeted out something about the 145 division women, that comes from women after me for like pretty much. Yeah, I saw uh, that. I implied that I was a sexist or something. I, get the I saw your tweet, Marcel. People, people are really taking things the wrong way on Twitter, guys. You got to be careful. But anyways, the, I just want to... Those minded people, man. Absolutely, okay. dude. I just wanted to publicly just explain what happened. So there's no issue whatsoever. We love Dan. I'm a big fan of Dan Hardy personally. I just ran the report. Sometimes in the news, you, you, you write stuff that you don't want to necessarily write. So anyways, that's it. Let's get into uh, the fights. UFC 259. Jose Flores, good morning, guys. What's going on? Cameron, good morning, guys. Nice haircut, Marcel. Thanks, bro. And uh, <laughs> cool, Marcel on the Dillashaw Sandhagen train or against that. We'll, we'll talk about. Actually, you can answer that now. I mean, like they're talking about the number one contender fight. What do you think? Shut up, Cole. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, now it's easy to go on that train, right? But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I mean, if this uh, title fight didn't uh, didn't uh, happen the way it happened, I definitely wasn't on the TJ Corey train. But right now, what else can you do, right? Yeah, Maybe you right. can do Corey against Rob Font if I don't want TJ at all in the picture. But I don't Rob, know. It's so underrated. You don't want talks about him. Um, Alex talking about the BT Sports thing. Yeah, you're right. Anyways, we t- I think we talked about the Hardy thing. Let's move on to uh, this. Hello, fucking yeah, baby. Great call. <laughs> oh my god, guys, come on, give me some credit for that one, guys. I watched every freaking Blachowicz fight before that before I p- uh, picked them. What a what a call, Marcel. Call this entry. Literally the best call I've ever made in MMA. You know, up to this point, it was like Struve knocking Miocic or Korean Zombie submitting Poirier. I called those. Those were 10 years ago. This is the best call I've made. Speaking against Adesanya was a great call. Like I said, he was the more well-rounded mixed martial artist. You guys didn't believe me. No one did, Marcel. He's the more well-rounded mixed martial artist. And Israel is an overrated fighter. I'm sorry. He's overrated. He's great at 185. He's not a 205-er. And there's a reason we have weight classes. The guy's not invincible. People thought he's just invincible and Yama's going to go in there and Marcel and just give up his belt and just lose on points. Come on, guys. Um, let's talk about this fight, Marcel. 
I had it 49 46 for uh, Jan personally. I had it 41. I think the scorecards were great. I don't know about the 10 8. I don't hate the 10 8. I don't like it. I think it was a little bit too excessive, but I think 4 to 1 or 3 to 2 for Jan at worst is a good scorecard. I'd like to hear your scorecards. And I know you have some uh, thoughts about the, the media scores because I think a lot of them were really sucked into Joe Rogan and DC's commentary, man. So give me your thoughts on this, Marcel. Um, yeah, I had a 48-47 for, for Blahovic. I think he definitely edged out the fourth or fifth round. I had him the second round as well. First round, 50-50 actually, man. Um, but I went with Adesanya. I think third round was for Adesanya. Um, I mean, did I saw 10-8 round? Probably not. But if there's a 10-8 round, it's probably the fifth round where Blahovic was uh, very, uh, how do you say that, very dominant in this wrestling in the last uh, couple of minutes. I don't think there was a 10-8 round. I think the right guy won, man. Let's be honest. And about the commentary, I, I put out uh, a tweet like, thank God DC and Rogan aren't completely neutral in their commentary. And uh, it had like 98 retweets and over 1,500 likes. Oh. So, I mean, that's just everything you want to know about the commentary was horse shit again, like in almost every pay-per-view lately. And um, they were really on Adesanya, man. They were only talking. The, the first compliment Jan got was in the fourth round. I, I mean, know. That, that's just pretty much everything. When he landed a takedown, he was outstriking yeah. Israel. Look at the stats, guys. Uh, Jan outstruck him and out wrestle him. He is the better, more complete mixed martial artist, which is what I said. When I'm breaking down fights now, guys, this is my number one question I'm asking myself. Who is the better mixed martial artist? It's not who's the better striker. It's who's the best mixed martial artist. In this case, it's, it was it was Blahovitz. And I got to get this con from Andre here. I got to start. He says, I have to start watching fights uh, with no sound on. You can watch it with the sound on. I do. But I literally turned to my, my fiance like five seconds, Marcel. Every five, I'm like, they're completely ignoring what Jan's doing. And it worries me because they're, because in the arena, there's not much. Um, noise right now the, the, yeah. the judges the judges can hear the commentators which really uh, worries me marcel i want to talk about that in the young sterling fight later uh, yes. about that uh, uh, but uh, i mean the, the the thing is the ufc should uh, make it possible to uh, hear uh, environment sounds cage sounds and don't hear the commentary team because the only professional yeah. in that in that boot is john anik yeah. And the other two are just two uncles on the barbecue making funny jokes. It's I mean, unfortunate, you know, because I think John does a really good job. He's a police yeah, he does. And he's a great, he's great, obviously. John's been doing this for a long time. A lot of respect for John. I got a lot of respect for Joe and DC, too. I mean, they're both amazing minds in the sport. I just, I I question um, their um, their research, I guess, before yeah. the events. Like, I don't know but, how much work they're really doing, Marcel, you know? People should stop saying like, uh, oh, it's great. And uh, it's just a, a cool thing to say that you don't like them. It's not a cool thing to say. Listen, man, if you are uh, passionately following the sport, you can't say that Joe Rogan and DC doing a good job in the booth. It's just bullshit, man. And it really bothers me that people coming to me on Twitter like, oh, you just want to be cool. Or you just want to be odd. Like, uh, just want to be. Nah, man. It's just yeah. the way I feel about it. I mean, I give Paul Felder all the time compliments because He's I think great. he does great. And, yeah. and even, I mean, the Fitzgerald Bisping and the Fitzgerald Bisping and the Fitzgerald That's Felder great, combination. Amazing, yeah. man. They're great. They're great. Sure and, and like, Paul's their, their their friend and, you know, he trains with them. And when he mm -hmm. lost that fight to RDA, they were very honest about it. But I think, you know, if Joe and DC were, were commenting that fight, they might have said that, you know, uh, Felder beat RDA <laughs> in that fight. Let me get some comments here. Jamie says, hey, guys. Hey, Jamie. And I got like this guy here, Mr. Always, says, hit the like button, helps these guys. It does, man. Appreciate that. Marcel spinning facts. And he says, Rogan didn't know they didn't have 45 rankings. That's embarrassing, dude. I mean, he's he's paid so much money to do his job. He's really good at his job. Joe, I like Joe Rogan, by the way. Like, he's a legend of MMA. 
He's a guy that, you know, has been around the sport for a long. He helped make the sport popular. Joe really oh, did. 100 percent But in 2021, Marcel, I really question his commitment to the commentary. Me too. Same. Yeah, yeah. And and DC, he's he's not taking his job seriously. He's almost going in there, like you said, the uncle, the, like trying to make jokes. They didn't call that fight well. They they that was a you know what? There's been a lot of negativity, I think, towards the commentators the last few events, but this one in particular was really bad. Like because they were basically saying Young was getting blown out of the water with the commentary. And I'll, if you looked at they started posting the tweets of the media. Mine was the first one. I was like, I, I'm like, guys, I have this tied. It's a very close fight. He's landing a lot of strikes. I said that, right? Yeah. Then the next three scorecards were like, and I love Aaron, but Aaron had it, you know, for Adesanya. And I just don't see that. Um, obviously, judging is a hard thing to do, but some of the scorecards were coming out. You know, the, the the media was having it 30-27, and I'm like, really, guys? Like, uh-huh. you're, you're clearly letting Joe and DC influence what you're watching. Uh, not just media. The the real big media in MMA had had that, you know, yeah, so, that's uh, what the, real, the real big names as well. So I was like, wow, how can you see that? Yeah. But also, uh, then Joe Rogan goes to Jan Blachowicz talking about he was a middleweight at the post. Well, what the hell was terrible? And he's like, he's like, I never fought a middleweight. Huh. That was bad. So disappointing. Um, I would hope that the UFC does like a review, but I don't think they will. I think Joe and DC have got jobs for life. You know, Joe at some point might leave. DC is never going to leave. So we just got to get used to him. But I, I've been disappointed by his commentary. Let, let me get some more uh, comments here. Jose says Volk and Max won is biased commentary. Oh, for sure. I was at that fight. Volk won 50-45, man, easily. The first fight. The second fight he lost, I thought. Cameron says 4-1 to one for Jan. Two, uh, the way Dana's saying 4-1, to one, raise your hand, tell me the truth. Dude, I had a 4-1 to one too. I, you know, and I did pick Jan, but he won 4-1. to one. All three judges had it. Well, almost all the media had him winning. Go ahead. What also bothered me, man, was after the fight, the, the scores were announced. They weren't congratulating Jan. They were uh, bickering about that the scores were awful and that kind of stuff, man. Like they were pissed that Adesanya didn't win. I'm pretty sure if it was 49-46 Adesanya, they wouldn't say shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know. And and never thought of Jan's deep me either. I recommended him for a bet. My, I know that the guys at Elite were loving it because I told them bet – that and Trevin Jones, I had them both at plus 200, Marcel, two of the best calls I made all, all year so far. I think this is a big turnaround for you guys. I want picks to have been really bad the first two months. This is the event where I'm turning things around. I'm gonna, you, Marce, I know Marcel was. I don't know if he's in first anymore. I'm going to overtake you very soon, Marcel, okay? Yeah, you can shake. No, it's not, it's not, it's not going to happen. I'm, I'm not a first <laughs> anymore, but you're not going to overtake I, Is it Brian? Maybe, Brian? Maybe, maybe, in the, maybe in the summer somewhere. But <laughs> I know, not, not anytime soon. Okay, let's get these comments. Uh, Marcus, I picked Israel to beat Jan in a smaller cage. Dude, I said the same thing. I mean, we, we saw that, guys. I, I've got a lot of picks wrong, but, I mean, this was one where I literally got it perfect. Like, I'm really proud of myself for this one. I, I think we also, bo- hmm? we also got both uh, Kylo Phillips the right way. Yeah, that was – and I and I say I picked drones. I had three dogs on this card. It was a, it was a good one. And he said he never thought of Jan as a dog. Mr. Always, DC and Joe act like they're home. Dude, I agree. It's like they're just with their friends watching in the basement. It's, it's kind of – it's. They're not, they're not acting like professionals, in my opinion. you got to be professional. You know what I mean? So yeah. it is what it is. Like, I, I, people people don't understand that, man. There are many uh, fight fans, and I don't want to say any disrespectful. They're, they're just uh, – some, some are just going getting drunk, and they're watching fight, and they're, oh, it's cool. I, I talk like this as well. Uh, yeah. It just yeah. doesn't make sense. I agree. And then yeah. uh, Jose says, I uh, didn't like this things uh, and Feller's commentary were gone rose. Yeah, that was a few weeks ago. And and remember, they work for the UFC. So when they got a guy like Gone who they and Sonya too, because Marcel, the narr- they're pushing the narrative the whole time. The comp- they're paid by the UFC to push these guys. Do you think the UFC wanted Yon to win? No, 
they they looked at Jan and thought this is the easiest fight Israel's ever going to have at 205. Absolutely. And he's not because he's an incredible fighter. And I love the fact, by the way, he opened as a favorite against Glover for like the first time in five years. Myself, Mister always says Phillips has done. Oh yeah, baby, I had him as a dog there too. Love him. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, is there anything else you want to talk about the main event? Like, obviously, like I said, Glover's going to fight Jan next. Israel's going back to 25. Yeah. I think, you know, the one thing I'll say, I mean, Marcel, is there's a reason we have weight classes, guys. And people forgot that. They're like, sure. oh, it's only 20 pounds. When the skill is that similar, and the skill is similar in this case, actually, Jan was the bit more skilled fighter, in my opinion. The size really matters. Go ahead, Marcel. How refreshing is it that Jan, after the fight, said that he wants to fight Glover Teixeira because he's next? I mean, yeah. I love all I wanted to hear. All yeah. I wanted to hear. I'm a big fan of this guy, man. I, I really yeah. like him as a champ. And I know he's 38. He doesn't have that much time at the top of the sport, but... You know, he might make a few defenses, and I think the Glover fight, I don't even know who's going to win that. I haven't looked at Glover's uh, last couple of fights yet. I know he won his last fight. I did have him there as a dog, too, but I got to look at it more, Marcel. I really don't know. I mean, my lean would be, I guess, towards Yon. How do you bet against him at this point? But I got to mm-hmm. look at the fight a little closer. Um, Jose says Jimmy Smith was a really good commentator. He was good. Yeah, I liked him, too. Um, Marcus says, based on John Jones' tweet, seems like he would have we would have got Jones and Israel decks. Maybe, maybe, but... Uh, who knows? I don't think that fight's ever going to happen. And by the way, Jones would have beat the shit out of Israel if they fought Marcel. That fight would have been even worse than what Jan did to him. I don't even know why people think Adesanya should be favored in that fight. I always said that. I always got shit for it, but I think Jones will, no, will win that you're fight. You're right. You're right. And look at it. He says, I think Glover, I agree. I have to look at more Glover. Glover's grappling is obviously way better. Um, his takedown defense is good. His wrestling is good offensively too. His boxing is is not as good and his chin is not as good. That's the problem. He might get KO'd, but he could also like submit Yon too. It's possible. I gotta look in that fight, guys. It's that's six months plus out. I, I I'm not even gonna really attempt to break that fight down. Right now. Very interesting fight. I, Andre's talking about Yang Sterling. We're gonna need at least ten minutes to talk about that fight. But I just want to talk about Nunez really quick. Again, another fight, Marcel. I called it perfectly. First round submission. I freaking called that, guys. And that's exactly why would she she didn't stand a little bit more than I thought. But I also said this uh, last week. I said to my uh, to my buddy Duke at Lee Fantasy. I do the podcast from Friday night. So I said Megan Anderson will not land one punch, and Amanda's going to dive in for a double leg and take her down, and submit her in the first round. That's why I said she landed two punches. But he told me she could get up to ten. And he's going to shotgun a beer on the podcast Friday. So he's shotgunning a beer on Friday because I called uh, it. I said one. It was actually two. But yeah, I mean, at this point, Amanda is amazing few things to talk about here but again i want to talk about uh the yawn fight a lot more but amanda versus julian Payne seems like it's going to happen next at 135 horrible I, and i think they got to close down 145 go ahead marcel um yeah what can i say man i mean uh close to 145 i say it again it doesn't make any sense anymore um what you gonna do felicia spence against danielle wolf and winner of that one fights amanda nunes doesn't make sense to me um definitely not if it's wolf man imagine 2-0 fighting for a title i mean uh, for a world title in the ufc is super stupid um 135 i don't want to see pena fight nunes right now for the simple reason that pena recently lost via submission against jermaine durandamy and she won a fight after that against sarah mcmahon where she didn't look that great in the first two rounds, in my opinion, you know, and she got the submission in the third. But, I mean, does it make sense to me? I, I'd rather see Juliana Pena fight Aspen Lat and maybe the winner of that one. I don't know. And honestly, 
the only girl recently who made uh, Nunez work for, for, for her win is Durandami, and that was because Nunez didn't want to stand and bang with her, which makes sense, of course, because yeah. Durandami is a world-class striker. But Durandami is not a complete fighter. On the ground, she still has a lot of holes. She's easily to take down. She has a, a, a pretty decent ground game, but the takedown defense isn't good. And you saw Nunez could keep her on the ground and, and win that fight. So the only fight that makes more sense for Nunez right now is a, is a third fight with Valentina Shevchenko. It's the only um challenge uh, how far you can call the challenge she's two and oh against her in my opinion it would have been one on one but officially she's two and oh so how far that's a challenge i don't know man there was uh, a huge trouble for you in that division and to just make fights to have fights doesn't make sense to me i don't think Pena deserves a fight uh, against new Year. she should fight at least or holly home or jermaine around me which she did she lost so Make a fight, Aspen Lad. Even make a fight, Irina Aldana. I don't care. Yeah, I think it just it just speaks volumes to the the shallowness. It just I agree, but it just speaks volumes to the shallowness of the division. I mean, you know, Dana's saying she's texting us tonight, saying I want the fight. Like other fighters text and ask for fights, they don't get it. But there's no one in this division that, like Aspen Lad, I agree would be somewhat of a challenge. But even her, like, I don't know. I I I think Nunes will be a big favorite in that fight. Uh, here's a comment. It's funny, man. Megan looked actually frozen. Walked in the reason looked like a zombie. I I what a bad fight. And people that actually thought she'd win. Come on, guys. Really? That's the so that's actually really disrespectful towards Amanda. That was the easiest fight she's ever had in her career. Easily. Wouldn't you agree? Like I can't think of an easier opponent she's ever had. I'm sorry to say that, but I mean, come on, man. I'm for. Ah, no disrespect to Anderson. Yeah, not she at all. Just clearly, like, she she clearly lost to Spencer. How quick that you? I know. What a fight. weird I matchup, mean, man. Yeah, weird. and then she she knocks out Norma Dumont, who is actually a one thirty five. She flies at one thirty five now, and she won against Sarah Fern. Yeah, everybody defeats Sarah Fern in the UFC. Yeah, I know. So I mean, uh, what's your backing to fight for a title? You know, um, yeah. Let's be honest. Didn't make sense. Never made sense. I also don't know why there was a co-main event. Maybe because Nunez is a double champ. But uh, the fight before that was way more interesting. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Let's get ready to do it. All right, let's talk about yeah. it. All right, so you guys know I was on Jan in this fight. He was I, – I had him up 4, four nothing. I He would have been up 4 – sorry, 3 nothing. He would have been up 4 nothing. I literally don't think Algerian won a round. Maybe you can give him one round. First round, definitely can't. He got dropped with a straight or overhand right. There's no way you can give him that round. Second round, maybe you can give Algerian. Third round, no. Fourth round, no. Let's talk about the fight. Let's talk about it, guys. Let's talk about what actually happened. We all saw the fight. Aljamain was getting destroyed. Peter Yan had the better cardio. Aljamain was absolutely exhausted. He was getting teed off on. And Peter Yan made the worst mistake in UFC history and made the biggest bonehead blunder in UFC history. Marcel became the first fighter ever to lose his belt via DQ. We've got to talk about this. Like, I mean, it's such a weird situation. For people to come out, and I remember I, I go, this is the most controversial thing we've ever seen them make. And people were like, what are you talking about? It's clearly a legal league. Give him the belt. Are you guys kidding me? You don't like, I don't think this is how a belt should be transferred, Marcel. They have to think of a rule in the future to prevent this from happening because, you know, it was, listen, it wasn't a legal knee, but the guy was getting tooled. He's the worst champion of all time. He's the worst champion in UFC history. I'm sorry. I like Algerine. It is not his fault he got need, but this rule is terrible. How does he have champion today? He was getting destroyed. That is terrible. That's like Anthony Smith when he fought John Jones. Um, as far as, you know, Sterling goes, we'll talk about his acting or not acting in a second. But for me, it was, and this guy said, should have went to video. Yeah. Mark Smith was so adamant. It's an intentional foul. It's intentional. Like there's been so many times where we've seen the, the ref, you know, is unintentional. We'll call it no contest. 
They could have did that. He could have said it's unintentional. We're calling no contest. He's like, no, it was intentional. We're calling it a DQ. It was weird, man. It was weird. First time I've ever seen that happen, guys. Again, I'm not saying it was a mis- it was it was the wrong call because by the rules, yeah, it is. But it just feels really wrong to see Aljo as a champ today. And I want to take Andre's question because he asked. He said, um, "Where is it, Andre? I'm looking for it." You guys think these are the grounded opponents should be legal? He's stalling, looking for a way out. I think they should be. They're not, though, unfortunately. In in Japan, I think they are. Actually, in some other jurisdictions, you can, you couldn't be a guy from that position, I, I believe. So it's weird, but he made a mistake. There's no doubt about it. He's saying Peter took his nickname too far, no mercy. I don't know what to say, Marcel. I just think Aljamain is the worst champion of all time. And I, these pictures of him with his belt are embarrassing. I mean, are you kidding me? He's, in, he's actually happy he won the belt. He threw, it at the, he threw it at the ground, so I don't want it. Five minutes later, Marcel, he was fine doing the interview with Rogan. He wasn't hurt anymore. Ten minutes later, he's, not, he's drinking with Marab and Ally Quinton holding a belt. Love those guys. Great team. I don't think he, he made a mistake necessarily. I think he did. He played the system. He played the game. And he got the belt. He, he might have did the right thing for his career. But I think fans will hate this guy for a long time, Marcel. What do you think? I have actually a lot of things to say about this. Let's one. do it. First Go thing, into it, man. Let's do it. Um, so uh, the... To, to reply about the comment about uh, needs to a down opponent should be legal. The thing is, I think the UFC's rules, uh, its unified rules, are based heavily on American wrestling as well, you know. And for American wrestlers uh, to have knees on the ground an opponent being legal, it would um, not work for them, you know, for, for American fighters who have a re- heavy wrestling base because they can go in for a sloppy takedown because you got fucking knee in the face, you know, and now it's not. Also, the UFC has a limit on Russian fighters, although they, they never sit in the public. Most people know they have. So um, the thing is, uh, what I had, it's just stupid what Jan did, obviously. The thing that bothered me as well is, did Jan really know that uh, Mark Smith said down opponent. Did he I understand it? Because he barely he barely speaks English. Yeah. Um, then Mark Smith was so convinced it was uh, on purpose because he said that. I still don't know if he understand what Mark Smith said. Then Joe Rogan and DC started screaming like two little kids on the sideline that it was blatant, that it was illegal, that it should be stopped immediately. And I was like, shut the fuck up. You know, I mean, what, what the hell? Why, why are you talking so loud? It's not to, I mean, they, they have to take in mind that everything they say is a quiet environment know, over there that people hear them. So it's really annoying to me. Just shut up and and and, and, and check what happened. Don't say anything. Um, that said, uh, do I think Aljamain played it a little bit? I think he did. Should he continue? I mean, that's not up to us, you know. I mean, Jan did something stupid, and yeah. uh, if, if you give some, listen, it's it's like it's it's actually. Do you remember Chris Whiteman against? Yeah, Dave we got a comment. Actually, I want to get some comments. This one from Mister yeah. Always. Do you guys remember in Aljo's team, Sarah Longo did the same with Weidman. We fought Musasi and I think it was a Buffalo. Yeah. He got kneed in the head. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, what happened there? And then, and then Musasi won the um, TKO, I think, right? Yeah, Musasi kneed him in the head, but yeah. it wasn't an illegal strike. And Chris thought it was an illegal strike. So right, right. he tried That's to right. get out with a DQ. And he didn't get the DQ. He got the TKO last. So, yeah. um, I mean... They should rebook this fight immediately. I see yeah. Aljamain uh, posting with the belt. Doesn't make sense to me. And I like Aljamain. I've always been a supporter of him since he's been in the UFC. Interviewed him two, three times. Um, but I mean, 
come on, man. Also, now he's uh, like uh, Henry Cejudo wants to fight. Let's do it. And like you're already backtracking from your wanted rematch. It's just stupid, man. I mean, I know. Jan makes a mistake. It's okay. And people were talking crap because Jan uh, called him a clown. Jan apologized in first place when Aljamain said, like, we do, do a rematch. And then, but after he posted, posing with the belt, Jan called him a clown because he says he already had a paper champ, you know? Yeah. And you got to see the the meaning of what is posted at what time you know because young listen you can also say why did young put his fist in the air yeah i don't know uh but uh when he when the when the scorecards were reading i mean you know when that fight maybe maybe, yeah, he, maybe he didn't even know he what was happening he might have not known what's happening it's possible i, right? I had i had a three to one for young so i, I had think, a four uh, nothing bro he would yeah. like i i don't i think he was destroying let me get to some comments here um marcel one more thing Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I think, um, for example, if they would have continued, uh, uh, Jan probably would have got two points deducted. So I agree. I think he would have been interesting finished. on the scorecards. Yeah. And I think he would have finished Aljamain right afterwards. But you're right. Probably, it would have been probably. It would have been interesting if they did go to the scorecards. We saw it with John yeah. Jones and, and uh, Anthony Smith where there was that mm -hmm. two point deduction. Duke, it's my boy Duke. He says Alja Blues gas tank in rounds one yeah. and two. Dude, he was. I mean, the first round he looked good, but you can't keep that pace for twenty five. And again. One of the question marks I had about him or so is no 25-minute fights in the UFC. That was something I had a question mark about, right? So um, let's get some comments. Marcus, the optics of Sterling taking photos holding the belt with friends and family after throwing the belt on the cage is bad. Sterling would be getting, let's say, if he didn't take the picture of the belt. I agree. If he'd said, I'm known the champ, guys. I don't think I'm really the champ. Because that's what he's saying afterwards. He's like, I really don't consider myself the champ until I beat Peter again. Yeah. But then he's taking these pictures with the belt with Marab. Marab's taking all these pictures. And then you got him with Cejudo. And they got the belt saying they're going to be the next fight. That is a freaking joke. I understand they're yeah. trolling Jan. I get that. But the fans are getting really pissed off about it. So this guy is, he's, I know he's like, this is a great comment actually from, uh, uh, where is it? From Jamie. He says, Aljo's going full heel. I agree, but you know, he should go full heel. I agree. But right now he's in between. He's playing heel, but he's not playing heel. So like, he's got to pick one or the other. But for me, I think he's a great fighter, but I lost a lot of respect for Marcel because of the way he's handled it since the fight. I don't blame him really for for taking the the, the win. I don't blame him myself. Oh, I think it was obvious the smart move. I mean, when you think, I think Anthony Smith could have did the same thing, but I think Anthony Smith would have been the most hated fighter of all time. And I think Aljamain really is right now one of the most hated guys in the UFC. Let me get some more uh, comments here. Go ahead, go by ahead. the way, I, I want to say that five rounds. By the way, did you call, did you recall that DC said Jan Blahovic never fought a five round fight in the yeah, UFC? Yeah, he fought Caesar for five Jack rounds. Yeah. I don't know that. That is a joke. <laughs> Kevin Scott would have preferred DQ win with the title. That's what I said with the title being vacated. People were like, yeah, exactly. I agree too. But people, were, all these people in my comments were like, well, what's what 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 will stop the champ from you know if he's losing the fight to do something illegal? And I'm like, well, I don't think people are going to give up their win bonuses as easily as people think. There's got to be a way to figure this out, though. Like, there's got because just say I'll give you another example, Marcel. Um, how if it was John Jones fighting and he kept doing the eye pokes at someone? For remember when he fought Glover, he kept poking him in the eye. Yeah. We didn't have that rule then, but we have it now. Just say he kept poking him, and eventually Glover couldn't see. Would he? Would he win the the championship via eye poke? Like, or he got kicked in the nuts? It's like what's to stop the guy from saying it was in, like, for instance, Kennedy in the check Wu when he fought Darko Stosic was a horrible nut shot. How if it was for a title? Then does the does the title get transferred because of a nut shot? Like it's it's hard to say. I mean, yes, there's rules in the sport for a reason, but it just it feels really weird seeing Aljo as a champ right now walking around with the belt when he got his ass kicked. It makes no sense. Andrea legit bursting out laugh, uh, laughing when Ray Longo told Aljo he was out striking you on ten to one. Actually, Aljo's out there saying statistically I was winning the fight. The statistics don't mean shit. He got hit with the bigger shots. It's not the number of shots, the bigger shots. Some more comments here. 
uh, least they delivered a great round, great fight for three and a half rounds. It was an awesome fight. It could have been fighting. Yeah. It was a great fight. I think Aldo should go full heel. Um, Andre says, I can't respect Aldo. Dude, I, I mean, I think a lot of us lost respect for him. He finessed the scam of the year. A lot of people saying that too. Um, and then Marcel, Jan called him a clown on uh, Twitter uh, with the pick. Aldo's drinking beer like two hours yeah. after he was apparently like, he couldn't even fight. Kind of weird, yeah, and, ju- and just for the record, we don't uh, blame uh, Aljo for. It's not, uh, yeah, we don't blame. It. It's just uh, a bad uh, optics. It's bad optics. Yeah, yeah. The 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 post fight things are not good, in my opinion. You know? I agree. So, I agree. It's you can't. We were in the cage. We didn't get hit with that. That knee looked brutal. I mean, it did. But here's yeah, the thing: the, he was already getting beat up before that knee. I'm not sure if the knee really was any. You know, like is that really the difference between him getting hurt or not? I don't know. Also, I always feel like that, uh, and how do you say that, in legal shot, if that knee was legal, for example, it wouldn't have been, let, let, let's let's be a little bit of a dick here. Uh, imagine that that knee was legal, you know? Do you think Aljo would have stopped fighting? Nope, I think he would have kept fighting, and it's it's weird I think that, so too. I, mean, I think his team, like I said, it's, it's a weird situation, it's a weird situation. And if you don't think it's bizarre, then you're the weird one because this is the first time it's ever happened. So, of course, it's weird. I don't know what to say, Marcel. I mean, I just hope they run the back. I don't want to see Cejudo fight Sterling. It's a great fight. I'd rather see Cejudo fight someone else. Um, yeah. And here's a comment. It feels weird as a champ off of DQ at sports. It's true. Break the rules. That's true, too. That's true. Aldo reject the check and rejected that belt. Nah, he won't. And then <laughs> he's saying in DC to shut up with Joe Rogan to shut up. Okay, we got like less than half an hour left. So, we're going to have to go through these other fights quick. Now, Islam Makachev, another guy who's super high. Called him by submission. Another, I broke it down so perfect, baby. Great, great submission over Drew Dober. Now he calls out Tony Ferguson. I know Andre asked about that. I like that fight. Um, Ali, Ali, Ali Abdelaziz obviously doesn't like Tony. We know that. That's his uh, manager. I don't know if they get that fight, but it's possible. If not, you know, someone in the top 10, Dan Hooker, someone like that. What do you think? Tony Ferguson, RDA. Why not? Yeah, RDA I mean, would be the. Yeah. yeah, remember they were supposed to make that fight a few months ago, right? So yeah, that'd exactly. Be a good fight. Yeah, I'm with you. It was just nice to see him get in the cage, get some ring time. He hadn't fought in two years. Um, another fight uh, opened up the card. The worst fight, probably the worst fight of the night, actually. Um, Rakic and Santos. They did nothing in this fight. They just stood there and looked at each other. They're former training partners, guys. It was a sparring match, Marcel. They were trying to win on points. I don't believe either guy was trying to hurt each other in that fight. We didn't see any urgency. There was like no power, no damage thrown. Rakic won because he had harder leg kicks. It was a really bad, ugly fight to watch. I did think Rakic won, although the stats say Santos outstruck him. I still think that Rakic won the fight. What do you think? I'm just happy I fell asleep during the. It was fight. a boring so, fight, Marcel. Uh, that was. I, ba- was a- I barely saw something, so uh, I can't really. I also didn't score the fight and haven't made decisions, so. <laughs> yeah, you didn't. You didn't miss much. I. I but I, yeah, definitely. Um, Rakic won the fight. Now, next up, Cruz and Kenny. This is one I got wrong, but it was such a close fight. Like, I think it could have went either way. It was a split decision. First round, for sure, Dominic Cruz. Second round, for sure, Kenny. The third round is the question. Who wins the third round? A lot of people would score that for Cruz because he landed the takedown with, the, with a minute left. I don't know. I think Kenny did more damage. So I kind of was on the split decision tree with Mike Bell here. But Cruz winning, to me, it was like a, it was a coin flip. Literally, it could have went either way. I'm fine with the decision. So I have no problem with it. Um, the question is, who is he fighting next? I don't know, but he's going to want someone obviously, to talk to him. I just... Pretty obviously, he's fighting Hans Molenkamp next. Oh, yeah, he wants to fight Hans next. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Wrote the story. I have like, who? oh, yeah, like, oh, Hans Mon- guy from Monster Energy. Yeah. Rocket said he took Santos' soul. Dude, that fight was – actually, Santos is Santos is not the same guy after the John Jones fight, which I thought he won, but he got double knee surgery, blew his knees out, guys. He's not the same guy. I think, yeah. you know, I don't know how many fights. He actually, quite frankly, Marcel, I, I mean, I would hope they don't cut him. 
But three straight losses, he hasn't been very entertaining in the last couple. Of, like he hasn't did very well in the last few fights. Got I guess the Glover fight was pretty entertaining actually. That's not true, but this fight was not entertaining. And they're cutting guys off one loss like Overeem. Maybe Tiago Santos is a guy that we look at his salary and say, do we want to pay him this? Like I'm assuming he makes a hundred grand to fight at least. I'm not saying it, it's wrong. It would, it would be a beautiful fit for PFL. I think it would be a great fit. I mean, I'm not saying they cut Tiago Santos guys. I'm nah, just saying neither. it wouldn't surprise me though because he has lost three straight. And they are cutting guys that are kind of older veterans. He's 37 years old. I don't think he's the same guy, but we'll see. And it was a bad fight too. Cruz and Kenny, though, did you did you score it or you fell asleep on this one? I scored it. I had a 29-28 for Cruz, but I can see it for Kenny. As well. It was. It, it came down to the third round, right? Yeah. 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 It so it it's did. all good. It's all good. Next one, we both called here. Kyler Phillips, baby, as an underdog. Woohoo! Look great. And I'm I'm writing. I'm watching the fights. I'm taking notes. High fight IQ. Goes for the takedown when he needs it. You know, good striking yeah. defense. Cardio was an issue, though, because he lost the third round. So that was an issue. I thought he looked great. Guy's awesome. Love the guy. Um, yeah, I think he's got a bright future, Marcel, 135. The whole division's insanely stacked. By the way, the last one of the Rackage, the brown belt team was kind of awkward. Yeah, I mean, he did nothing on the ground and then gets the brown belt. That was kind of strange. <laughs> and Enzo says the only two women on Planet K will be new to this, Shevchenko and Harrison. Hmm. We'll I see don't know Shevchenko. about Harrison. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sold on her yet because she hasn't fought anyone good, man. Um, I guess she fought Sarah Coffin, I think, but that's it, I believe. I'd like to see her fights of UFC talent. We'll see, though. I mean, she's definitely a good prospect. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Askar Askarov, Marcel, and Joseph Benavides. I'm so glad I stuck with my read on this one. I was so I was so close to being like, you know what? He missed weight by pound. I'm going to stay away from it. I got to give my fiance credit for that one. She's like, no, no, he's going to win the fight. Stick with your read. And I did. I gave it as a bet. And it was the easiest bet of the night, to be honest with you. He dominated yeah. that fight, Marcel. How did people pick Joseph in this fight? He's old. He's done. He's done. I I know. I mean, I had a 30-26, I think. Um, I mean, Askarov, people are going to give him shit now because he overweight for one pound. Listen, man, I always be like, you got to make weight. But this is the first time he ever missed weight in, in the fight. And he looked amazing, you know. Um, he deserves to fight next for the title. I don't care what people say, man. People are like, he should fight Alex Perez. Alex Perez fight match now next. So, and I'm with Mr. He Always fought, here. Yeah. Yeah, and he also fought uh, Pantosha last time out, and everybody was high on Pantosha. I picked Askarov to win the fight, and he won the fight. And now he went against Benavides. What more would you want him to do? And I think if he fights Davison Figueredo, Davison Figueredo might be in trouble on the ground with Askarov, man, because yeah. everybody is so high on Davison Figueredo. He's a great striker, but his ground game, I know he defeated Perez because Perez made a mistake there, and he adjusted uh, his position twice by grabbing, grabbing the cage. But Askarov is not going to go away easy on the ground. Askarov has a real high ground game, man. I agree. I, like I think it. I think he's great, and I agree with Mr. Always. I think he's going to – he definitely should fight for the belt. I know he missed a weight by pound, guys, but there's really no other contenders in that division. And, you know, um, I'm pretty sure there's other – like, Davison got a, um, the fight off of weight, missing weight the first time. He fought Benavidez. So, poor, poor Joe B, I'm, man. He's fighting these guys coming in off weight and stuff, but there's one of those. Go ahead. I mean – I rather, I rather see a guy getting a title fight coming off missing a, a weight by one by one pound than a guy getting a title fight by by uh, losing two fights straight. You know. I know. I agree with that too. Now, um, next fight here: Kaikara France and Rogero Bontorin. I did pick France, but it was looking sketchy for a while. Great submission defense. Bontorin. What I saw on the tape was he gasses out, and I thought if he doesn't get the sub in the first round, he's gonna he's gonna lose. And he gassed the hell out. And uh, great knockout there for. Um, France, but the stoppage was very sketchy. Um, really bad stop. I must say it's a bad stoppage. Sorry, he was knocked out. 
but the communication was poor and Herb Dean yeah. didn't make it clear the fight was over. He didn't make it clear, Marcel. No one knew the fight was over. No. Yeah, people said um, uh, he, he pulled Cara France, but Cara France actually stopped and he walked into Herb Dean. You know? I, and the fight kept going after that too. It wasn't yeah. over at that point. It actually yeah. wasn't over then. So uh, you guys are Bontori, wrong with saying that. <laughs> Bontori was so pissy through. He threw this mouthpiece to Cara France. I know. My, my, my girl saw that. She was laughing. She's like, look, you threw uh, Listen, it was a nice comeback. I don't think he should have got a bonus. That's a joke. How did he get a bonus? Yeah, I don't get that what either, the man. Fuck? How did he get 50K? Yeah. You get your ass kicked for, for four minutes and 50 seconds, you get one punch, and you get a bonus over, over someone like um, Lemos or someone I mean, like like Jan. Like Jan. Yeah. Jan beat Israel. The UFC is obviously in love with city kickboxing guys. They, they love also it. Get Albrecht, Albrecht and Satchel. Guys, most, o- most overrated team in the game right now. I'm sorry. It, is, it really is. And we'll talk about his, his boy in a second here. But one other fight quickly, uh, Elliot and Espinosa. Worst call I made in this card by far. The most obvious <laughs> way this fight would go is Tim Elliott wrestling him. And I just thought – I overthought it because I just don't think he's a great fighter. But you know what? I watched his interviews this week. I watched it with, uh, with uh, Cole. And he was convinced he was going to win. He's like, I threw all my money on myself. I'm going to win. I should have switched, and I didn't. So that's a regret. But I know you had Elliot there, and he looked good. Um, saves his job. I'm pretty sure Espinosa will get cut. Also, apparently Espinosa like, beat up some woman or something because he was talking about that during the fight, Marcel. Yeah, I have a problem with this because Elliot said afterwards, he's like, I'm not 100% sure if this is true. But if you are not 100% sure if it's true, you shouldn't bring it up, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Because you, you should have do your research if you really want to know. You know, I understand you're triggered if you see certain pictures that are really bad, you know. But if you don't know 100% it's true, I mean, everybody literally can send you pictures. You know what I mean? And make something up. Uh, so... We should give Espinosa the benefit of the doubt at this moment of time. Yeah, I agree with that. Too. We have exact no details. Yeah, so. I agree. Let me get Cole's comment here. He says, How is that worth a bonus? Epic comeback. I thought it was guaranteed 50K for Kai. Fair enough, Cole. I mean, a lot of people agree with you, but I would have given it to Jan, Islam, Brady, Lemos. I would have, to me, it's like if you're losing a fight, getting dominated, and you come back and land one punch, I don't know if that's the performance of the night. Like, I don't see how he had the performance of the night when. Someone like Islam literally dominated his fight for, for 15 minutes until he got a finish, or Brady. Those, to me, are more yeah. impressive before. That's just my opinion, though, Cole. I respect yours, obviously, too. Anything uh, Cole, else? Sh- Cole Shelton, I respect you, but stop twirling in that chat. Thank you. All right, let's talk about the next <laughs> fight here. <laughs> now, this fight, and i got to give my boy Duke credit on this one because he actually had Nechekwu as one of his uh, picks, his premium picks. Um, I definitely thought there was a chance he could win this fight. Uh, I told you guys not to bet on Alberg. Watching his fights, he, he didn't look that good. Unproven, untested Marcel, hadn't finally good. He had five, actually, he had seven minutes of cardio and gassed the hell out. And as, as soon as the first round was over, I, I, I put on Twitter and said, Albert's getting KO'd the next round. I knew it because he had no gas left. His hands were at his waist, Marcel. He was done. He was done. He got knocked out um, as a big minus 250 favorite. Kennedy and Czech, great win. Great, man, great come. That's a, that's a great comeback. Great fight. Most biggest statistical comeback in light heavyweight history. I love this fight, Marcel. And both guys well-deserving of the bonuses. Go ahead. You know what's a real funny thing? And I, I love Fortis MMA, but normally the Fortis MMA guys have some difficulties with cardio. Yep. And now Kennedy pretty much won this fight because he had a better cardio. So, um, yeah, good for him. And um, he's, he's now two-on-one Kennedy, right? The only yeah, he is. Is, uh, and they, the whole fight, he was winning Yeah, he was winning that one. Yeah, yeah 30-27 before he got <laughs> seven. So, yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, good for Kennedy. Yeah, Carlos Alba. The UFC also has a list that's 5-0, and, oh, and I only I, know he was 2-0. Oh, no. so it was 3-0 from them. every yeah, other three fight. I've watched the three fights. The other two fights I didn't hear about until literally on uh, on Saturday. And I was like, he's 5-0? and oh? I guess I should have looked into those. But either way, I was right a, not to bet on him. So. It's like those uh, Alexandra Albu fights where she was like 3 and uh, when she got out of the UFC, she was 2-1 and one, and the UFC had her at 6-1 <laughs> or something. So right. it's kind of weird. But, uh, I mean, Albuq didn't look bad, man, in the first round. He just yeah, gassed really out. Yeah. yeah. But Marcel, look at him. He's a model. He's got all this muscle. Like, that doesn't really translate. I, I, saw, somebody, I saw somebody saying on uh, Twitter, I don't know who it was anymore. He's like, uh, uh, we don't watch the first four fights here at home. I told my girlfriend the fights uh, start uh, only has two early prelims because I don't show her Carlos Elmer. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Mr. Always says, Islam should have won a bonus. It's definitely possible. This is a great question. Why didn't the UFC get more bonuses? 15 cards. And they shorted a bonus last week. Or yeah, exactly. Go. Cole, great point. Spell down. Spell yeah. down. Dude, I remember I bitched last week. I was like, that's so yeah. cheap of them to do that. And then they didn't even give an extra bonus. They could have easily given Lemos one or Islam or Brady or someone. Dana White thought Jan should have gotten one. Or who? Who? Jan? Jan yeah, I know he beat. Let me, let me tell you this. If Jan, if Israel did the same thing to Jan and won a five-round decision, like he did to Brad Tavares, they would have given him the bonus. I yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Next up, uh, Sean Brady and Jake Matthews. Great performance by Bra uh, Brady here. I love this kid. I did have him in a parlor with Islam. That was an easy winner. Both guys were third-round submission mm -hmm. wins. Amanda Lemos looked amazing, getting the quick knockout. First time Tuesday's ever been KO'd. Euros Medich, my boy, with the knockout. Love this guy. First-round KO. He looked amazing. No, but late stops. Terrible stoppage. And then Trevin Jones, my boy. My boy, five-star, man. Plus 200, Marcel is the only guy on him all week. No one believed me on this one. Everyone's like, Throw Batista in your parlays. No one even watched the tape on this guy. He's a great fighter, man. He's awesome. Two straight knockouts. Do you believe in him now, Marcel? Please tell me you believe in Mr. Five Star. Uh, he looked great, man. What yeah. can I say? Uh, uh, he really looked great. And this is a good pick by you again, man. I think you're on fire for this card. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> it's a real medic, so I love this kid. I think he the real deal. I said it. I said when I watched the contender series, I will bet money on him in his first fight in the UFC because I'm really high on him. Elon Cruz has the worst chin in sport, maybe. He's got no chin, Marcel, none. Spike Carlisle knocked him out in a minute. Now Cruz, or Medich got him out there in 30 seconds or whatever it was. Sorry, it actually was a minute 40. But that was the latest stoppage I've ever seen. How was that fight? I saw big John McCarthy was criticizing Mark Smith. He's like, why was that fight was stopped 20 punches too late, Marcel? What do you think? Yeah, I agree, man. Way too late. I mean, uh, we we pretty much have this every single card right now, man, for some reason. I mean, we had the Sergei Spivak against uh, Jared Vandere last time. Uh, I mean, yep. sometimes they're going too quick and sometimes too early. But uh, but I, I know it's a hard it's hard for the referees. Don't get me wrong. I get I give most referee a pass if you're not named Chris Tayoni. But uh, I mean it's it's definitely hard man i mean if you make one mistake in like five months or something i won't say anything bad you know because i mean mark smith did a lot of good stuff as well I, lately i i have to say like i said in the beginning i was a big fan of mark smith but lately he's been doing really well and maybe this was a little bit a uh, little bit late stoppage but i give him a pass for this one if this was chris tioni different story but <laughs> by the way uh, yeah, got mr always this question he's got a great great comment he's big john was upset yeah. how the ref talked to doctor about aldo yes and him and Josh Thompson were very critical of Aldo on their podcast. I think Josh Thompson said he faked it too. A lot mm -hmm. of guys were saying that. So who knows? I mean, obviously, the guys in the division were saying that, but 
It's just fine. Cejudo said he faked it, and then they went and did the, the face-off five minutes later on Twitter. It's all for clout. Illegal yeah. stoppage. Illegal. St I think you mean late stoppage, right? It was definitely a good – like, it was a it was a bad stoppage, but it was a good stoppage. That makes sense. Like, it was just too late. It was definitely a – like, there's no way Cruz was going to fight on Marcel. Like, he was completely done, that guy. And then, like I said, Lemos looked amazing and Brady looked amazing. Um, Daniel says Mark Smith falling through the Joe Rogan uh, experience curse. Yeah, I heard about him on there. I think Marcus was telling me like a month ago. I watched the podcast. He was like, he's a cool guy, man. He's like, he's a fighter, mm -hmm. pilot, and stuff like referee. He's definitely an interesting guy, but and actually a very good ref. I think he's actually a good ref, but poor performance by him in this fight gave Cruz too much leeway. When when let me how many let me check when he punches Medich landed because he landed a lot. UFC stats. See here, Blahovitz and Adesanya. Let's look at some stats here. Yeah, he. Oh my. God. Okay, I'm gonna pull it up here. Actually, <laughs> holy fuck! Look at this, Marcel. Look at this. This is if you had Cruz in your team, and me and Duke were like telling you we had no playlist inside Cruz. I thought he could literally get zero points, and he did. Sorry, that's the wrong guy. That's the wrong thing, guys. One sec. This one. So look here. Euros managed and Elon Cruz. Euros managed landed 45 significant strikes. Elon Cruz landed zero significant strikes. Mm -hmm. This fight was it went on too long, guys. That's funny how his name's the doctor, eh? And he's like, he's actually like taking their souls when he should be helping them. Yeah, and his last name is Medic. <laughs> I'm Medic too. Yeah, that's really oh, that's a great. I, I didn't realize that. Um, this girl looked really good too. We must look at the stats: twenty-nine to one in strikes, significant strikes. Look at this fight though. This is insane. Look how much look how much output Albert had. So yeah, I'm saying his cardio is not great, guys, but. There's no light heavyweights ever thrown that much, I don't think, in two rounds. So, you know, let's give this guy some credit. His output was an, it was an amazing fight, by the way. And I watched it again last night, Marcel. Amazing fight. And yeah. you know when I was taking my notes for this? One of the notes I took was on Kennedy, when I watched this fight back with Darko, I wrote, this kid's got a big heart. I really like this kid. That's what I wrote. He's got a big heart because Marcel, he could have quit that fight and taken the easy win. And he still fought in that fight. So I like this kid a lot. He's a very tough guy. But my God, and great nickname too, African Savage, great nickname. But you look at some of the other stats. How about this fight? Somehow Sterling, according to the stats, landed more than Yan. I would assume it was early on. But, you know, Yan had the knockdown here. But, you know, look at the wrestling, Marcel. One of 17 for Sterling, but seven of seven for Piotr. Who's the better wrestler, Marcel? I'm, I'm thinking it might be actually Piotr. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that funny? Yeah, it's actually fun. People were heavily underestimating uh, Piotr Jan's wrestling game. I mean, absolutely. Check, uh, he, he had been in some tough uh, against some tough wrestlers, man. I mean, Magomed Magomedov is a very good wrestler as well. So, but but I think because he's been so done so well in the striking in the UFC, many people think he can only strike. But this wrestling is great as well, man. Look at the stats for Adesanya and Jan. Jan outstruck Adesanya 107 to 78. Um, the first three rounds, and again, stats are not everything. It, it's based on damage, it's based on effectiveness, but you can see that Israel um, was slightly outstruck in those first three rounds, and obviously the last two were, I mean, he was on the ground for five minutes, so those were easy rounds. But the first three, you know, Jan actually outstruck him. I think there was, I think I gave the first to Israel, even though it says that Jan outstruck him, but I think I did give that round, but I didn't give anything else to him, Marcel. I, yeah. I, but if you look at these stats and you scored it for Israel, like, you got to really... I think go back and watch this fight and kind of like reevaluate how you are judging a fight if you did score for uh, Israel. You know what I mean? On mute, on mute. And on mute. That's pretty much what it is. You're right. It's just it was the con people let the commentary get into their heads too much. Um, anything else you want to talk about UFC? Anything else anyone uh, wants to talk about UFC 259 here? Throw them in the comments. Mm -hmm. We've got 10 minutes left. We'll talk about some other fights and stuff, but 
anyone's any other comments send them in there um marcel anything else you want to say i mean for me it was i i, I said this it was going to be one of the greatest cards of all time i think it lived up to the hype for the most part i don't know if it was the greatest card of all time but i think of the year it's been probably the best card it was an amazing card what do you think Oh, definitely, man. It's it's very personal. What's the greatest card of all time, of course? But definitely, this year has probably been the best card. It's uh, yeah. the the biggest card of the year, and if it delivers, is great, you know. So yeah, I, I'm I'm with you there. Out wrestled by a striker, he got outstruck and out wrestled by the by the by the guy that everyone thinks sucks in Jan Blahovitz. Everyone thinks he sucks, Marcel. He's just, Marcel. How good is he? Tell me how good Jan is. Jan is very good. He's all round. That's the thing. He's very all round. He he can strike. Yeah. He can he can yeah. he can wrestle. So he's all round. He's he's difficult. He he completely turned around his career, man. After the uh, when he, yeah, one hundred percent. So I watched that fight uh, again last week. It was one of the worst fights I've ever seen. And after that fight, that's why everyone picked against him because he lost to Pat Cummins, and we all picked against him. But the guy is really, you know, yes, he's thirty eight. He's still improving. He's actually still getting better. And he's so focused. And I talked about this all week. The motivation of having a child, I know firsthand, Marcel. That motivation, that extra motivation, I think really took his game to the next level. Everything added up. He got the win here. This is a legendary win. He took out Israel. I was thinking in my head, Adam, make the pick. Do it. Everyone was going to tell you you're an idiot for picking Israel, but do it. You watch the fight, do it. So I'm glad I did it, you know? I loved I your rant last week with Cole Shelton, man. That was amazing. The last part where you're like, yeah, Blachowicz is going to win. I don't know what you guys are thinking. I was like, dude, if he's right, he's going he's gonna to go crazy. And you're all right. So and the, fun, the funny thing is, Cole was the guy that was on him against Reyes. I was like, Cole, you're wrong, man. Blachowicz isn't that good. Now I'm the opposite. I'm like, <laughs> um, clearly top 10 pound for pound, by the way. Clearly top 10. Yeah. Uh, maybe top five. Close, close to it. If they don't have a ranked above Israel, there's something messed up with those rankings. I'll tell you. They're well, not going to ranking above Israel. I'll tell you that. They are I, agree not. That too. I agree with you. I actually agree they won't because, you know, whoever the. Here's the number thing you got to remember, guys, especially when you're watching fights and you're choosing fights when you're betting on fights. There's a narrative and there's actually what's happening in these fights. There's a narrative the UFC's building. There's a narrative that's out there of like the UFC wants this guy to win. That doesn't mean they're going to win, though. And if your analysis for a fight is the UFC wants him to win, so he should win, that's lazy analysis. You got to really look into it. And I know I've been guilty of that before too, Marcel, and I'm not doing that anymore as far as, you know, buying into the hype and stuff now. I watch the fights myself. I know who's a good fighter or not. There are just yeah. some fights like Israel that are great, but he got a little bit too overrated, Marcel. He, he was getting – he got overrated. He did. He actually did. And now I think hopefully this humbles him a little bit. The thing is you you should watch fights when you pick. You shouldn't uh, just check records or something. Absolutely. You, know? you have to watch for, fights back. Yep. Yeah, for example, I give you Song Yadong against uh, Carter Phillips. Carter Phillips was also 2-0 two and, two and in the UFC, and I think Song Yadong was 5-0-0 and won no contest, you know? So people are like, oh, and he had Farah on his record. He had Stamen and Draw, you know? But you have to watch those fights, you know what yeah, I mean? If you watch and, Tyler's oh, fights, yeah. he's a better, more well-rounded fighter. That's what I said in my yeah. breakdown too, so... I'm not saying I got every fight right, and you know this week could be different, but I'm putting more work into it now, guys. You're going to see that in my breakdowns. Uh, it's MMA. It'll be good everywhere. Thing you fall in love with the flash too much greed, which is why someone like uh, Usman's underrated. Yeah, because he does the, the meat and potatoes stuff really well, right? Like GSP, these meat and potatoes guys. I love guys like that, Marcel. Um, first, okay, well, let's get to some other questions. We have five minutes left. Uh, Marcus says, first, yeah. Brett Okamoto tweeted Garbrandt should get the 125 fight after losing three or four, and then he knocked out a sunset. He says on Saturday, he said Islam should get number three next. Ali's influence on journalists isn't a good look. Um, yeah, I know Marcus is definitely a little bit critical of Brett here. I think Brett's you know, a good reporter, but he works for the UFC guys. So he works for the UFC, Marcel. So he's not an impartial source. He is getting fed no. information from, from people like that. It's okay. That's his job. No, 
The only funny thing for me is that Garbrandt was supposed to fight for the flyweight title against Davidson Figueredo, and out of nowhere, he doesn't want to fight at 125 anymore, you know? So what happened to that? There's I, never been a, a, an a explanation for, for the, that. The, he had COVID, and then he broke his arm, I think, or something. He had arm surgery, so maybe he's just hurt. But I like Cody. He's a good fighter. I'd like to see him back. All right, Marshall, we got like a few minutes left. Let's just quickly go to some uh, fights on your – anyone has any questions for me? We're going to have to talk to this for two minutes. Just a couple of fight announcements. This fight's a short-notice fight. Uh, Blagoy Vonov was supposed to fight Tabura. Now we got Harris against Tabura. Um, I like, I mean, I don't want to, you know, give my pick, but I'm kind of lean towards Tabura here. He's looked really good lately, better cardio. Wall Harris is about five minutes of cardio, Marcel. I, I'm assuming you feel the same way about this one. Yeah, man. I mean, Tabura arguably is in the top five best, uh, best runs in 2020. He looked great. I mean, he, did, he did great, you know, and this fight was actually supposed to happen in four weeks, I think, but now it's in June. So, I mean, uh, they have some time. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go to some other ones quickly. Um, Ariane Kornelosi versus Lan Yang. I heard that. I think they signed this girl and her brother. Is that am I am I right? No, not their brother. They signed uh, two uh, fighters from the USC Performance Institute of, in Shanghai, and that was her and uh, Aori Kilang. He also okay. fighting on this card. So right. uh, yeah. Um, let's go to some other ones here. This was already announced. It's now it's uh, confirmed. Obviously. Yeah. Probably retirement fight for both guys. Um, this fight's a new one. Well, German that tattoo. Bruno Silva. This is another fight I want to talk about. I'm surprised Grishin's taking a fight this soon. I mean, he just had that fight with Jacoby. But you know what, Marcel? You thought he won the fight. So obviously, yeah. you know, he, the UFC did, I think, too. Because it feels like they're giving him an upgrade in the rankings, right? Yeah, it's obviously the UFC thought he won this they fight. He won because they're not, they're, yeah, because they're yeah. not going to give him OSP. Because OSP is just below top 15, probably. So, yeah. yeah. He's like the guy you beat. He's like number 16. Like, you beat him yeah. and you're in the top 15, right? Exactly, so, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Just a couple more. We'll go through uh, Nicholas Mata, Demir Hadzevich. Uh, Matt, uh, this is this weekend, so we'll talk about that yeah. one. That, we already talked about this. I think we got we have all those. Close this. Last couple comments. We've got two minutes left. Mr. Mm -hmm. Always, thanks, guys. Look forward to the show. We did. Appreciate you, man. Join in. Smoke up, dude. No problem with D that whatsoever, man. Different time. Different time next yeah, week. Yeah, next week it's going to be uh, – we got to talk about that in a second. But uh, get these last couple comments. Tabura via Grand Crown with Mother. He's improved. He's looked great. Yeah, so starting next week, the podcast is moving times to 10, uh, sorry, 4 p.m. Eastern time, 4 p.m. Eastern time. That's where my shift at BJ Penn finishes at 4 p.m. So actually, it might be 4, like 15. I have to I'll see how it goes. I mean, it might, I'm going to have to switch it to 4.30. But right now, I should be able to get my work done and run down the stairs and get to my computer for uh, the podcast room and so we can do the show. So 4 p.m. Eastern next week going forward. Marcel's going to join me on Mondays and Tuesdays going forward, which is going to be amazing. We're going to miss Cole. We talked about last week. We're going to miss Cole. Um, Cole will still be in the chat whenever he can, I'm sure. It's just, it's difficult because he's, Cole's, Cole has like seven jobs himself, so he's busy as hell. But I appreciate you, Marcel, for doing this with me. I know the time is not ideal, man, but we all really like you, Marcel, and your knowledge, and, and you know, it's great that you're able to, to kind of do that with me. The Thursday thing, like I said, it's going to be different. I still have some ideas for Thursdays, you know. Um, could be rotating guests. I could find the guest and stick with them. Um, I think Brandon did a really good job last couple weeks. I am bringing someone new in this week, though, AJ Shulo from MMAoddsbreaker.com. He's a really smart mind. I've really been digging his stuff lately, and I want to bring him dude, on to talk about betting. What are you saying? Dude is great, crazy knowledgeable. I like AJ him a lot, man. You've been talking a lot more lately, and he's a very knowledgeable guy. And I like his tweets. He's a very positive guy. I like yeah. people that spread that positivity, Marcel. He's made some good tweets lately that I'm like, you know what? I got to get this guy on the show. He's kind of new to MA Oddsbreaker. I think he's might've been there a year. I'm not sure, but 
Um, great kid, so I'm, I'm glad to have him on. I mean, um, and again, H. Go ahead. AJ Shulo can talk about one fight for 10 minutes, completely break it down perfectly, Dude, man. He's really that, good. Yeah, for sure. And that's what I want right here. But we're he's not really coming on to do breakdowns, I don't think, although we might in the future, obviously. You're going to break down guy, Marcel. You're the breakdown uh, guy on Tuesdays. And then Mondays will be the recap show. So you guys tell me what you think. But, you know, 4 p.m. works for me. Um, I don't want to necessarily do it later in the evening. We, I am doing a Friday show with Duke at Elite at 7 p.m. So you guys can check that one out. But in general, I think 4 p.m. is a good time. So we'll see how it goes. Um, but uh, I know we're working on some logos. I haven't heard, where's that guy, Marcel? You got a message on your boy. No, nah, but I, we will uh, message him again in the in the chat where we are together. In. Perfect. Okay. Um, guys, follow Marcel, Big Marcel 24, me, and then Adam Martin. Go back and listen to the whole podcast. I talked about the Dan Hardy thing in the beginning, if you missed it, and then talked about UFC 259. Talk to you later, guys. I'll be back tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. with Cole Shelton to break down UFC Finite Edwards Mahomes.